live and just us, no one else. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. But we're important. Don't forget that, everyone. You're important. Gosh darn it, people like us. I can pretend to be a special guest. You're always special, though. Oh, thank you, Mark. You're the most special of us all. Oh, thank you, Kristen. You're like Dominique Wilkins, a special dunk. Oh, thank you, Tony. Wow, this is great. It's not even your birthday, man. I know. This is how you know we're sincere. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that has indeed returned to its usual format of rambling on and on about random footy things. You didn't think we had special guests every week, did you? Feel the ratings already going down. I know. <laughs> I thought it was a draft, but the window's closed, so it must be the ratings. Yeah, somebody's tuning into their second episode and say, "I hear they're going to have great guests every week." Spoiler um, alert! Uh, yeah, listen to the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah, on this week's show, we try to catch up on well a lot of things. We're sorry. Uh, we're going to talk about women's national team, check in on the KMPL, discuss the Division Two rumors, Ooh. say adieu to the Snowflakes coach, welcome back at least one returning player, and more. And now to this week's panel. Happy to have his camera off this week. It's Duncan Fletcher. Yeah, I am. I, know. I don't have to pretend to pay attention <laughs> and to pretend to be interested and pretend to not be rolling my eyes at every fucking thing that everyone says. Jesus. Last week was tiring. Aww. <laughs> the suffering you go through, it just, you know, we not enough people understand it. We're so sorry. Mm, uh, if you could just see what I'm, the, the, the hand signals I'm giving to my fucking screen right now. I just, can imagine. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because he does have his camera turned on for us, mm. resplendent in front of his new kit, please welcome to Mark Hinckley. Yes, yes, I've got uh, three new additions. Uh, before the beginning of this week, I had uh, zero purple kits, and now I own two. Two? Yeah, Indeed. yeah, so I've got... Uh, for those of you who give a shit, um, I've got a tennis Ber- tennis Berlin, who are a fourth division team, uh, also with the name tennis in it. That's a fucking awesome name. And I got two Hibs kits. Last year's away one, which was purple, and this one's home one, which was green, and it looks awesome. Um, also pretty. B- before we go uh, um, further, I just want to make a make a note early, so those that you know don't quite make it to the end of the episode. Um, March 12th, March 12th. Do you guys know what March 12th is? Aside from the day after 311 day. I was going to say, it's the day after 311 day, so. March 12th. It the Feast be. of St. Bruce. What's that? The Feast of St. Bruce. Well, it's definitely a football feast of St. Bruce because Veshashea Liga is back, son! <laughs> yes! Yeah, yeah, Sputnik. Yeah, yeah, Sputnik. Yeah, uh, I know. I know March 12th, when, when, the, whatever week that is, when the show turns over completely to a uh, BPL uh, podcast again. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know, uh, um, like, details. Uh, how how uh, involved it is, but uh, Islak versus Slavia on Friday. Um, other games of note, uh, they're gonna they're they're having one versus two from la or sorry, no, they're not doing one versus two. Uh, Torpedo champions are playing Dinamo Minsk, and uh, uh, this is the uh, 
I don't know. What, we're going to have to come up with a derby for this, Tony, but it's the you versus us. Uh, Sputnik versus Dinamo Breast. Mm. Yeah. Rocket boobs. <laughs> I was going to say rocket tits. Uh, yeah, rocket boobs up bad, yeah. Something about satellite satellite to tease Darby. Something about uplifting. <laughs> uh, anyway, either way, either Spot way. Nips. <laughs> That's a great name for an episode that I'm not going to actually call it that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, uh, next weekend, not this uh, not this one coming up, but the following weekend. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your well, YouTube that is indeed exciting. YouTube is now reblessed. Week one. Fashea Liga, boom. Amazing. I'm going to put my borscht in my pressure cooker. Do it. All right. Continuing the introductions because oh, this hi. has only been like 10 minutes. So once again, <laughs> not wearing pants or, and we choose not to ask what else. Uh, say hello to Tony Walsh. I am in my smalls filleting a large halibut. Ooh. Wow. That's, that's, Weirdly that's not a mental picture I ever needed. Ever. How small ever. are the smalls? Oh. Regulation. Okay. Oh, Military anyway. issue. <laughs> Fisherman's um, friend, as they're called down at the docks. <clears throat> That's also my nickname. <laughs> oh. um, as for me, I'm just really excited Yikes. about a returning player. I am your host, Kristen Knowles, and now to this week's show. I'm friendly. It's true. It's true. And now, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Jeffrey Nesker Presents The Greatest Hits of the Firm Featuring a dozen different versions of their hit song, Star Trekkin For the best in music taste Trust Jeffrey Nesker We'll rock, let's talk Jeffrey Nesker It is CanCon, and um, just a quick look back at Canada's performance at the She Believes Cup, uh, where they went uh, 1-0 and 2, um, scored a goal, was it, and that was definitely a ball that crossed the line. It was definitely a ball that crossed the line, yes. Um, you know what, what did it do? Rolled. Yeah, and then and then rolled some more. Like it was excessive. Wow, outrageous! I know. I know. So like one of those oopy balls that uh, K- Kentucky Fried Chicken used to give you in a summertime bucket. What? I honestly cannot remember how that goal went in. I just know never mind. One, so one what? person ever got it. What is he talking about? I know what you're talking about. about. I know what exactly what you're talking about. Dude, awesome. I think that chicken used to sell, they used to sell, so if you bought like a summertime picnic bucket, 
you would get this inflatable beach ball thing, but it was weighted in a strange way. So if you threw it, it would like twist and turn in strange ways. Like you threw a giant uh, beach ball knuckleball. It was fabulous fun. It was called sure. a yuppie ball? Yeah, and with the slippery uh, effect of your fingers from all that delicious, delicious chicken skin. I mean, you know, good like, times were had by all. Like the Expos guy? Yuppie? Not, you, no, I don't think it was Yuppie. No. I don't, you just I don't said think it was Yuppie. All right, well, you guys can Yes, but I think it was spelled that. differently. All right, well, gonna... Maybe it was, might have been Oopie, like oops. Hmm? Like Oopie, I crap my pants. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Um, so on, on, all the, on all this chicken skin, you, you did have Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Back to the She Believes Cup. Oh, what, is, what is that? What is so, that neon green color? The women oh my had god, their first tournament so under new coach Bev Priestman, mm. and you know, they did suffer some uh, some issues with personnel. They had like six players who couldn't make it either due to injury or not being released by their clubs, they had a couple significant injuries during the tournament itself uh they lost one player back to her club during the uh tournament so there was definitely you know it was challenging to put together a consistent 11 and probably even a consistent approach and it's not the team ultimately that they will see um heading into the olympics as long as the olympics are still happening um but you did see one of the things I think that was really was really good about um, their performance in the She Believes Cup was seeing them play in a non-panicked way. Um, so in the past, hallmarks of Canada's program, both men's and women's, is, oh, dear gods, let's get the ball down the pitch as fast as humanly possible. And or we have no idea what the hell to do with this ball, who to send it to what might set up, you know, a counterattack. And they played a lot more patiently, a lot more calmly. Um, and even, you know, with a lot of youth on the pitch, uh, a lot more maturely, I thought. Saw some really good performances. Uh, Shalina Zadorsky um, was outstanding uh, as a defender. And yes, they did concede four goals over three games, but that's, again, not horrible. It could have been far worse. Um, and she was just a very good presence on the pitch. Um, Quinn was excellent. It was really, really unfortunate that they got injured because uh, they were very dynamic addition to the midfield. Uh, some of the, that, that, that game against the Americans was one of the best matches that I've seen them play in quite some time. Um, and then you've got, you know, young players, uh, Evelyn Bienz, um, uh, was it Gabrielle Carl, who was, excellent she was she was fantastic um and there was just yeah there was a lot of really good presence uh in different places on the pitch there's some shaky stuff uh the the de facto backup keeper for canada you know she was injured but expected to be back in time for the olympics uh but aaron mcleod and riley foster are still sort of you know aaron mcleod obviously the outgoing vet riley foster the uncapped uh young youth player um but there's a lot of, there was a lot of things to enjoy. The, the, the most worrisome thing, and it's always the worrisome thing about, well, again, up until recently, the, the men's program and, and often for the women's program, if uh, Christine Sinclair isn't playing or isn't playing well, is where do the goals come from? Because they did only score one goal. And um, you had players who, like Nichelle Prince, who really needed more confidence in front of the net. She mm -hmm. had multiple opportunities throughout the course of the tournament where 
just screaming at the television, just just shoot, Michelle. It's allowed. You're allowed to do this. Do, um, we, do we know if, if anybody on the women's national team listens to us? Kind of like the way TFC listens oh, to us. Because I mean, I mean, like you know, we fixed we Asario. Fix You're welcome. Yeah. they can't. We we can't fix them if nobody hears. If this. no one's listening. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's maybe maybe no one else's fault to tell it to shoot. Who knows? Which is which is entirely possible. Which is what I I kind of want to like if if anybody who's listening to this, you know, the four of you, you're wonderful. Thank you. Um, if you have any, you know, two or three degree separated connections to the women's national team, I don't. I'm not going to question now. Um, get get Michelle to tell her to shoot more. Just tell her to shoot. Just shoot. And and, don't think shoot. Yeah. Looking at you, Doug Sinclair. Oh. And, uh, you know, tell Jenny and Becky to shake off a couple poor performances. Um, I think we should play this show uh, when they do, like, sprinting drills. It's very, uh, you know, very Oh, exciting. it's totally energizing. Yeah, it would totally a, get them right into the the. It's the got a good beat. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That, it, seems, it lasts, that seems very it, it reasonable lasts, to me. It's two hours minimum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you can get a good, solid land. training session in. Yeah, yeah exactly. Anyway, there was... There was a lot to like from this tournament and I wasn't, I didn't come away from it being like, oh my God, all our problems are solved, but nor did I expect them to be for a group of players who had not been together in almost a year playing under a new coach uh, with a lot of curveballs thrown at them in a very short amount of time. So uh, the tournament is the first time they've played in it. Um, it was good that they got to play against some, you know, some higher quality opponents. And they do have that friendly against England coming up next month. Um, speaking of higher quality opponents. So there's, again, there's something else for them to be building towards. Uh, I think if you look at the tournament as a really high level training week, basically, then that's not a bad thing in terms of what we saw. And it gave some real definitive um things that they need to work on and things that are going well for the team so far so yeah it was you know it wasn't going to be anything to be like oh my god did you see canon she believes cup but i think it was reasonable to be like hey did you see canon she believes cup so yeah so this queen in midfield that seems interesting that seems new is that an actual part of the plan or was that more a well we got a whole bunch of people out so uh yeah you go there i think that was that was part of it um using them further further up the pitch um but also some younger uh uh, defenders coming in uh gabrielle carl being one of them shalina zadorski uh and utilizing yeah quinn's talents a little further up um more in the central midfield like more like more of a defensive midfielder still, you know, helping out on, you know, with the back four, but yeah, this is like, we've seen it before, but I think this is more of the intended ongoing position that uh, Priestman sees them in. Presumably alongside Desiree Scott rather than replacing. Oh yeah. No, no. I, until, until, until uh, I think until Scott retires, um, yeah, again, that's her spot. Although she hasn't always started in the past, but it it does depend on who's out there as well. You know, you want to have um, you want to have a strong presence 
someone who has really good field sense. But again, uh, yeah, Quinn just had, again, it was just the one match to, to come off of, but they were really, they were very good in that one. And I would like to see, yeah, I would like to see them be given more time in the, in the midfield going forward. Cool. And this show successfully predicted the results across the board. Must yeah, work. I was going to say, I, I know, I predicted one nil Argentina. I feel like others did. Yeah. Did all four of us? Yes. Well, we all picked the result, right? There might have been some score differences, but I think mm-hmm. we all picked uh, uh, loss, draw, win, or whatever. Yeah. Lot, well, I, f- I feel like I may have, I think I may have called a, a Brazil draw, or maybe, maybe even a Canada win, but I definitely got the U.S. result correct in the in the L side of it. Yes. What I'm trying I, to say I called is out for I called for an absolute thrashing, which did not happen. I know, which, which was, was wonderful. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I, I overall, I was more or less pleased. I had I had low, very low expectations for the women's national team. Oh, for sure. And and uh, the fact that they they strode comfortably over such a low bar um, is good. It's good, and that's it, it's not so much a condemnation on where Canada is on the grand scheme of the world rankings and whatnot, but just the newness of so much of the the side, uh, you know, players getting their debuts and missing key elements. Um, yeah, I, I they they afforded themselves quite well. Um, results notwithstanding, I think they did good. Concur. Um, and then in you know, still in the realm of women's soccer, uh, the Women's Champion League round of 16 started today, day of recording. Uh, so if you're, you obviously missed solo the matches Conky today. Conky Champions League? No, no, no. Women's UEFA Champions League. Ah, okay. Thank you. You're Could welcome. be doing anything. You're right. Um, Euro snob. That would be me. You're a snob. Um, Fuck you. Anyway. I mean, so uh, if you're a I fan mean. of top level women's soccer and as well as fans of players from the Canadian women's national team. This is just a good tournament to check out. Um, today, Steph Labbe went the full 90 uh, in FC Rosengard's draw against uh, St. Poulton. Uh, both Janine Becky and Jesse Fleming, unfortunately were unused subs for their respective teams. However, um, good bench, you know? good, uh, yes. good bench sitting. Yes, yes. Quality bench sitting. They, Uh they looked like, yeah, that, that was, that was good. Um, However, Kadisha Buchanan totally expected to start tomorrow for Leon. And then the possibility of seeing Ashley Lawrence and Jordan Heidema next Tuesday uh, for PSG. Anyway, there is um, a fantastic website. Uh, We'll put the link in the, in the show notes, but it's W N I T E D. So wunited, ha ha ha, uh, dot TV. And it's free to sign up. They just need your name and email. They ask you for nothing else. The quality is great. Uh, and if you're not a fan of endless commentary, you're in luck because there isn't any. It's stadium sound only. What? Well, how, oh, will, I know, how will I know how to react without the... Without the, the prompt, I know. Something wheel or something. Anyway, it is... Uh, <laughs> It, it, it's, it's, I'm very glad that I found it. I wish I'd found it earlier this morning because I missed some, but that's okay. Um, it was, it's, it's really good. So hopefully that they keep that up um, 
throughout uh, the upcoming rounds. But it's it's definitely it's always enjoyable to watch. And uh, yeah, you can see if Kadisha gets to win with Leon for the fifth straight time, or if another team can actually stop them because uh, this has kind of been their tournament. I hope you can and can win. I love an underdog story. <laughs> I know. I know. It's heartwarming, right? So I, I'm um, I'm mostly amused at the fact that uh, uh, we haven't even come across or mentioned uh, th- it sounds like a dessert that's just sweeping the globe. Uh, uh, B-I-I-K uh, Kazigurt um, from Kazakhstan. Um, I hear it's fruit on the bottom. It's got higher protein content than your usual greek yogurts i i i mean bayern munich is in for a treat win or lose they're in for a consumable <laughs> edible literally treat. a treat yes i i envy them and i don't often envy regular. bayern munich for any reason all you people on the video podcast would have really enjoyed Mark uh, yep, making the gesture. Oh yeah, that was quality yogurt, yogurt uh, miming. Uh, yeah, that was he's he's yeah. he's got this he's got this down. Duncan, that's the struggle for words. That's what that was. Uh, <laughs> looking for words to come into my brain to come out my mouth hole, and so if I do the gesture, yeah. it helps. Okay. Um, all right. Well, that's sort of our, that's our <laughs> Canadian women's update. Uh, now on to CanPL. A uh, little bit of a little bit of housekeeping here. As the we're not going to get into this week. We're going to leave the the union, all that stuff alone. Um, nothing really new has been said. There's lots of information on the internet. Nothing new has really happened. Um, we will revisit it, of course, because as you know, we like to talk about it a lot um but we're just gonna pause this week um but a couple things uh ben fisk not re-signed by otletti what which is weird because last year it was kind of a surprise move when he left the aquaman to be sort of otletti's big signing be their first captain um all of that and you know, proudly repping Ottawa, blah, 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 blah. And then to see him not returning and so far not sign anywhere new is a bit odd. Um, so, you know, there's always, there's of course talk of, you know, which KMPL team is he going to go play for next? And and that's a, that's a good question. There's still almost three months before the KMPL season kicks off anyway. So there's lots of time for that. But um, or is he going to get himself a pay upgrade and go get a part-time job at McDonald's? Ooh, <laughs> tempting. Um, he could Shift go to USL too. Any one of twenty some odd teams, <laughs> and Jordan, still get Jordan a job. Hamilton thought got him on the phone. Like, yeah, yeah. He'll be making triple. I know. Mm. Almost livable. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Until the green. Anyway, it's expires. just it's one of those things where it's like, huh, but. Speaking of returning players, mm-hmm. Babuli's back, baby. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mo Babuli, Mo Trophies? I don't know. That came out horribly. Don't, don't, don't. If it, because you know we're going to hear that. We're going to hear Sorry. that. On a I shouldn't have attempted it. I, I, I it, soccer, felt, it felt bad uh, as I was rival, doing it. Um, and that, that, that comes out, it, that's on you. You've, un, you've unearthed that terrible. <laughs> Terrible, terrible, terrible pun on the world. I mean, Dwayne Rollins, if we're dead, would be spinning in his grave on that one. 
Mm-hmm. But he's not because he loves him, and and we also, know Dwayne. Uh, also, Mo Batuli was right there. Oh, what? You call it Mo Batuli a tool? No, it's like a, it's one of those. It's one of those hilarious sequel names where they put the word two into the name. Come on. Oh. Oh. Gotcha. Wow. I'm from Hollywood. You guys don't understand. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. We don't have we don't have your uh your connection <laughs> to the biz. Mo too bully. That's good too. Too bully okay. too furious. Nice. Oh <laughs> mm. oh sorry. Mo hard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so uh, yes. I know uh, this is this is I'm struggling to come up with a quick sequel that works with all this and I look who's babooling now or I don't know. Oh yeah, look who's still babooling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh soccer anyway. today, uh Monday to Friday, eleven AM Eastern Time, nine thirty, Newfoundland. All bully, citizens on patrol. Nice. <laughs> I know we, we I know we have a moratorium on uh, electric boogaloo, but it does work. It it totally I'm works. Not, I'm just electric say boogaloo? It. Yeah. Yeah. Um boogaloo. Something yeah. like that. Anyway, he's back. Um yeah. I think as far as I know, he's just signed a, a one year deal. I don't think it's an extended deal, but I feel like I've got a, a lot of emails over the last week, a couple of weeks from Hamilton saying, hey, this guy's re-signed. Oh, yeah. Hey, no. this guy's re-signed. Me too. I mean, presumably, they knew all about them and could have sent this all out in one handy <laughs> press release slash email. But no, no, no. We've got to like, put this out in little dribs and drabs and build the tension. Come Dun- on. That's, Duncan, that's, isn't, isn't it the equivalent the of uh, making, making a pot of uh, spaghetti? But then if you only eat one strand per day, you've got spaghetti for like a month. <laughs> That's what this is. Right. This is, that, is spaghetti from that is a shitty, only know. shitty analogy. I know. But <laughs> that's what it feels like. It's like, oh, look, look, here's a morsel. I'm like, oh, wow, this is delicious. It's not. Yeah, this no, is no, shit no. that could have all come out at once. This could have been you one know, sitting, I, one plate. We're done. Let's go watch Jeopardy. But no, no, we got to stretch this crap out. <laughs> You know, you know the dried out pieces are at the end. That's the best or worst part, depending on who you are in this in this analogy. Mm-hmm. You know how you can tell if your club has signed Ben Fisk? I don't know. How? You throw him at the wall and see if he sticks. <laughs> Analogies. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh. And his opponent... Al Dente Ben Fisk, <laughs> like that is a great nickname that doesn't get. You. Oh, he got fisted. Oh. <laughs> has has there ever been, Mark? You may know this, uh, a wrestling character, whatever Italian guy called Al Dente. Duncan, the indies are littered <laughs> full of crappy wrestlers and crappy promotions. I guarantee you, it's happened twice. I just don't know. I cannot there verify a... where, but I'm sure somebody thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like I did. Mm. And you shut that down, man. You know what? I'd, 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 if the shirt's good, I'd buy it. You know, that's it's that bad of a name. Al Dente. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh League One Ontario has a new club. 
1812 FC, which is so complicated. I have the the back of some old Yorkie scarves they could have. (laughs) It's 1812 (laughs) FC Barry is is the club. So they're obviously the the, the Julian de Guzman one. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Ish. No, not no. This is this is this is this is part of the story that we we kind of wait for it. Wait for it. Did he bail on them? <laughs> hey, I'm glad I'm that legit I'm, took a second. That's so good. I'm glad I waited on that. I'm Thank glad you. I did. Well done. I'm glad Tony. you did too. Thank you. Yeah. So the club was. <laughs> I think we. I think we can end this segment here. Yeah. End the show. I have, have to explain that. Oh. We have peaked. Good night, everyone. <laughs> good night, well Tony. So, Mark, let's keep going. Um, Anyway, so the 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 club, you know, is, has not been around very long. It's been around for like a year, year and a half, sort of thing, right? Uh, obviously, with uh, ambitions of joining Liguan Ontario and then potentially moving up the very small Canadian soccer ladder. Um, so yes, there was a great fanfare in the fall um, when there was, you know, an ownership group, you know, a partnership that included um, did include. Julian de Guzman um, and uh, several other, you know, the Barry Soccer Club and other people, business people involved in, you know, the Barry area. And there was a supporters trust and all sorts of things, right? It was, it was like, it was going to be a really exciting thing and lots of good things were being said. Um, and then Julian de Guzman was going to be the club's president as well as being one of the co-owners. However, in January, something happened. Mm-hmm. And De Guzman and the Barry Soccer Club left. Mm. They took their ball and went and formed a new club called FC Barry. Uh, I was wondering what happened to the Barry part. Um, so, so, he was de- so he was De Guzman and now he's De Goose out? Yeah. Oh! Like, yeah, mm. not, not as good. Not as good. It not as good. Not as good, but. It's still um, in the pantheon. It's it's still it's Julio de Guzman. <laughs> mm. Um, yeah. So it uh, it happened, and apparently they and they only announced it in January, like if, or in February. Apparently, it happened before the new year that uh, de Guzman and and uh, Barry Soccer uh, again moved on. So instead, uh, they, 1812 FC, have, um, they partnered with Innisfil Soccer Club instead. And something that was already sort of, I think we mentioned this ages ago, was that um, Jeremy Hall, yes, that Jeremy Hall, when we had all the halls here at Toronto FC, um, is part of the club. Um, and uh, former special guest of the Vocal Minority Podcast, mm-hmm. uh, former FC Edmonton head coach, now Scottish Edmonton Scottish technical director Jeff Paulus, uh, is there is uh, joined the club as a in a volunteer advisory role. So all sorts of exciting things are happening for eighteen twelve FC. Who knows what's happening with FC Perry? It's all it's all I mean, very be- complicated. To be fair to Julian, have you ever tried to drive a Lambo around Kempenfeld Bay? There's just no good straights. No. It's true. Like, it's tough. How is he expected to, to 
make roots in Barry. Well, you know, he, he just doesn't go up to Wasaga Beach and can, they just kind of cruise along the, the Wasaga Beach strip there. Yeah. It, it, Maybe it, he like everyone does. does. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but he wants to support local soccer. If that's the case, he'd make Wasaga Beach FC. Ooh, true. Soccer. What a club. What, that, a what an away day. What, a badge. what an away day, exactly. What an away weekend. <laughs> well, okay, all right. Let's rethink this FC Barry thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're still with Beach's uh, team member. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's – um. so, yeah, so whenever the uh, League One Ontario season starts, I think they're still hoping for the 2021 season. That's my understanding. Um, they will join in then. Um, and that gives, you know, there's a, you know, a lot of clubs that are, uh, planning to play for 2021 for league one Ontario, which is great. And, um, if you live in any number of Ontario, you know, communities that have a league one Ontario, uh, club, they not only have men's sides, but they also, there's a thriving women's, um, part of the league as well. So there's a, a great opportunity to see. Um, a lot of different young players that have, you know, progressed from this up to not just Camp Hill, but up to um, MLS, uh, NWSL and beyond. So it's, 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 it's great. And uh, it's always fun to support local soccer. And the important thing is Wasaga Beach's name would be Jubilo Wasaga. Oh, yeah. Or Gambo, Gambo Wasaga. What do you think, Mark? Ooh, the Gambo Wasaga. I like that. Uh, Gambo Wasaga. Gambo Wasaga sounds. Gambo Wasaga, yeah. Sounds, sounds wonderful. Then they, have to have, then they have to have fucking Gamba Boy, although that he really fits in with the Wasaga crowd. Oh, yeah. Just sort of a lightning, <laughs> sort of a lightning bolt. Maybe, I don't know, like a. I don't know, like a torch for a fire pit or something. I don't know. Oh, like yeah. He's got, and some, he's got some like kind a of, you know, some drive. Kind of, some kind of. Yeah, drives you know, around the pitch and some IROC. Oh yeah, or Jeep. Just a Jeep at the top yeah, down. Sure, sure. Listening to Len. Yes, definitely oh, listening wow. to Len. That's 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 a requirement. Anyway, so congratulations to 1812 Len. FC mm, and to Len. Yes. Well, Len doesn't feel my sunshine all day yes. all day long. You can catch Len's greatest hits on Jeffrey Nesker Records. <laughs> listen to len remake star trek it's amazing it's the bop of the summer <laughs> playing out on the starboard bow <laughs> he's dead Jim. um so moving on to other interesting soccery canadian-based rumors the launch of a Canadian Division Two league. Dun dun dun. Ooh. Indeed. So we already used all our good two sequel names. Damn it! Sorry. If you just looked at the rundown, you'd see it was coming. Um, oh, that takes reading. I know, and I know how much you hate that. Ah, words. Ah. <laughs> Advanced knowledge. No. Um. So there was a, a tweet posted last night that, uh, and this all again, it's all, we, it's all Jeff Paulus's fault, really. No, not really. I'm just kidding. Um, apparently, though, the news broke because it was discussed at an Edmonton Scottish AGM that a new, it says sanctioned, but no one else has come forward and say this league even exists yet. This is all potential and hopes, as far as I get understand it. Uh, Division two league is planning to begin play next year 
with um, teams in the West and teams in the East. And um, Edmonton Scottish is one of the teams mentioned. Uh, the Foothills have been mentioned. Um, I think, what's the team in, in Thunder Bay? Thunder Bay Chill? The Chill. The Chill. Thunder Bay Chill. I'd be okay um, with them going back, sure. You know, that would be the whole, what, talk about away days. Um, <clears throat> anyway. That's, a, that's an away week. I know. A long drive. <laughs> yeah, our Thunder Bay, the East or the West. <laughs> I don't know. There's again none of none of this is none of this is fleshed out or written in stone yet. But um, just chill. One of the, the next episode. <laughs> a couple of the main things that uh, are sort of meant to be the focus for this league is that it's um, it's it's got a short season. They're only planning on playing like three months, three and a half months, kind of you know May through to August that sort of thing. So it's, um, so it's Canadian PDL. It's Canadian PDL. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I see in sort of Dwayne Robbins's 24th minute substack thing, it's going to be wrapping up in early summer. So before fans took off to the cottage. So it suggests it's a little bit earlier. I've heard it both ways. And mm. since no one's it's come some forth kind of to say, to say mm. yay or nay about what is actually happening yet, we can, I think we can float both ideas. Um, the other That's thing chill. is that uh, it is aimed at, um, you know, youth sports players, NCAA players. Um, you know, it's it's meant to be a for a younger player, um, but they're also looking to immediately or almost immediately uh, have a women's league as well, parallel to mm. uh, to the men's, which is great. So if this all happens, um, and this is not meant to be an offshoot of the KMPL. Um, this is meant to be a standalone um, that would, you know, have to obviously work in conjunction with, uh, you know, Canada soccer and Canada soccer business and all those things. But this is, you know, separate from the other things that are happening. So the new provincial league in BC doesn't have anything to do with this. Um, it's, it's meant to be its own entity. Um, and then, yeah, they would have, they would play each other kind of thing. And then they would have like a little playoff thing at the end of the season between the two halves of, of course. the league. We got up to have playoffs. It's North America. Um, I mean, if you're going to have like the West and an East division, which at that level is probably sensible, then yes, yes. the playoffs make sense. Yes. Well, yeah, of course, Tony, it makes sense in this. Uh, uh, in this I'm so sorry. Snobby, have, you, have, you never, have you never heard of the Inter-Toto Cup? You can have more than one champion. He's got you there. He's got you there. There's a legal precedence. Whether we hate it or not, which we do hate. Which we do hate. Um, how, like, anyway, it's, I feel like for me personally, on, on the face of it, without knowing anything else about it, without any of the involved parties actually confirming it or coming forward with new information or any information really, uh, just what, you know, read in a couple tweets. And, th and there is like a tweet thread below um, the, the one soccer, the Can Canadian soccer insider, whatever, um, that's just over a year ago uh, from Simon Fudge that lays out details for this division two league that obviously was meant to launch much sooner, but COVID. Um, so how much of that is still valid as well? Anyway, there's, 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 there's lots of really information to be read, but I think like, again, for me personally on the face of it, 
this is fantastic. I'm completely psyched for this. And mm-hmm. I think it can only can only add to the foundation of Canadian soccer development, which has been sorely missing for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's mostly good if you're, if, you know, if you're going to house PDL teams in your country like Thunder Bay Chill, we're in the, more in the American pyramid, then why not have our own if it's, you know, if you've got the people to make it financially viable. It's interesting that it's kind of, that it's being positioned immediately as a division two, mm-hmm. where I am, that's a very American kind of pyramid way of looking at it. Like, you know, not really a division two because there's no promotion relegation to the top division. So it's really a name more than anything. I, I wonder, um, it is good because, hey, more more jobs for young Canadian players is good. There's only so many places to go around on uh, with the CPL, especially for those lower players. Um, and, you know, and it gives them a chance to get seen maybe by CPL or, or other division clubs. But, um, yeah, I, I wonder what this, I mean, I think COVID and everything has definitely halted the plans. But, you know, for years we heard that the long-term goals of Canadian Premier League was to maybe have a second division, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder what this, I wonder if this uh, spurs them on to do, to pursue that more or just like puts that on the back burner long-term. It's maybe, you know, give it however many years and eventually which teams in this particular league are doing really well and think that, yeah, all right, we could financially make this work. Let's be the MLS model, a Canadian Premier League team. And then $50 million to buy in. What say you, Thunder Bay? Yeah, I mean, obviously, maybe the, it is just a case of, hey, but we're essentially going to make this a, uh, an official you know, Canadian Premier League Division 2 kind of thing, as opposed to, oh, it's a Division 2 league completely on its own. Interesting that it's run by different people by the sounds of it, though. That's, I mean, that's a it good, is. A, a, or, that's a good that's bad the, thing. I mean... Yeah, that's the word so far. Um, until yeah, we know the, more, the, I mean, um, what, what? Yeah, it's good, that, it, it's good in, in that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, negative possibly that there may not be uh, uh, as much of a relationship as maybe hoped between the Premier League and a lower division, but also possibly positive if something were to go, you know, tits up with the Canadian Premier mm-hmm. League, that at least there'd be some kind of. Uh, I don't want to say backup because it's not the same kind of league they're putting forward, but you know, yeah, suddenly there wouldn't be decides a, done. Yeah, that there wouldn't be an abyss suddenly of uh, professional or semi-professional jobs in the country. Right, um, and you do have to remember, at the very least, and it's is that you know the the CPL owns League One Ontario, like yes, or or Canada Soccer Business owns them. Which anyway, there's. There's a relation there, that, but they basically operate under the auspices now of the CanPL. So there is something there. Although, again, to to hear what people are saying or to read stuff about this or whatever is that this 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 PDL league, this this league is intended to operate parallel or slightly above those three provincial leagues. You know, the upcoming BC league when if that happens, League One Ontario mm. and. Um, the Quebec League. So, so again, they would see themselves as a talent level above League One Ontario. That's that's my yes. understanding. Interesting. Yes. That's very interesting. So, 
again, none of this is confirmed by anyone yet, but it does sound like it's something that is intended to be happening and that is you know, strongly being moved forward um, for next year. Hopefully we hear more uh, in the coming weeks um, to get some sort of confirmation from parties actually involved. That would be nice to hear from, you know, anybody who's organizing it, whether it be from one of the clubs or someone who's, I don't know if there's someone who's separately sort of working to bring everybody together. It's usually the case. There's usually a few people involved. So that would be, you know, great to get uh, an official word of some kind. But we will keep looking into it uh, and or reading other people's knowledge and reporting it back to you as per usual. Um, if, it, if it were to happen, it would be very interesting um, mm -hmm. to see if uh, any potential owners who were looking at expansion into CPL but were maybe on the outside looking in uh, would be tempted to put their lot in with this instead. Yeah. Because it's a, obviously it would be a lesser financial uh um, risk for sure well. and like investment. Say, let's 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 say a mississauga for instance you know who seems to have interest there on some level i'm not sure about at an ownership level but you know definitely fan interest but and not doesn't seem quite on the next step radar for cpl maybe yeah, that'll be interesting well, the other i think the other thing that sort of occurred to me in terms of you know their aim at the at that that age bracket um like 17 to 21 kind of kind of range university range whatever um is that it can also it, depending on again what they're thinking for financial outlay for for players in terms of paying them semi semi pro whatever it's a summer job it's a it's mm -hmm. an important summer job if you want to be a soccer player but you still are trying to go to school and it, it just it just sort of i was just like oh this would be like potentially viable depending on what else it is they're doing academically how they're living sort of thing do you know what i mean like without having to oh, that's not so bad some cpl players no i wasn't like saying it was bad i was saying that this is like <laughs> yeah, a selling aspect of this mm. anyway i look forward to there being more details so we can get into it a little more in depth but um as canadian soccer rumors go it's a pretty exciting one so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of into this. Huzzah. Mm -hmm. um, one very quick thing before we leave can sock and move on. Uh, the rumors, speaking of rumors of when the Voyager's cup, Oh, the Voyager's cup, when it might be that. played. Apparently March 20th is the latest date. And sure. I don't mean the latest date that they'll play it. That's just the latest date that we've heard. So. Okay. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about World Cup qualifiers and all that jazz next week. Tony's blurred out is exactly how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's up for me. It is MLS time. That's right. We still talk about MLS. Um, there's, there's, there's like stuff to talk about, but there's not stuff to talk about. There's really only a couple things we're going to talk about for MLS this week. That should be their. That should be their corporate motto. 
<laughs> Major League Soccer. There's stuff to talk about, but there's not really stuff to talk about. Should I? Should I just? Should I just take over? Should you should just, just take over. Just do it. All right. Welcome to the Kit and Stadium Podcast with your host, Mark Inkley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Kitten Stadium Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Mark. I'm joined today by uh, by Kristen, meow. Tony, meow, and ugh, way too central, and uh, Duncan. <laughs> Appropriately central. Rivalry week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, there's been a crap ton of kits, MLS kits that have come out in the last couple of weeks. Um, there's no way in hell I'm going to put anybody, including you three, uh, with going over the. I have no idea what number we're at. 17, 18 kits. Uh, Toronto's, as of recording, still has not been officially released. Oh, wink, Josie. Uh, so we're just going to pick five. I'm going to pick five at random, or at least five of the more, uh, shall we say, emotionally engaging ones, uh, for better or for worse. <laughs> uh, first one we're going to take a look at is uh, the Portland Timbers' new home kit. Yay. Uh, it's that's uh, delicious. Yeah, it's Love it. it's, uh, it's green and darker green half and half uh, with the uh, chevrons that look like a weird zipper stitch up thing. Oh, I love that yeah, so it much. Looks like it, it looks like it's sewed in leather. Yeah, kind of does. Kind of does. Uh, the back oh. the back of it's an even dark is the dark green. It may even be darker by the looks of the photo that we've got from MLS uh, shop. So uh, they've got a they got TikTok on the sleeve. I don't know if you guys caught that. Yeah, yeah. I saw Sponsor. that. That I'm trying um, to it's yeah, I mean, we got ge we can't it, complain yeah it's yeah they may, they bring good things to something so um sponsors in gold orders. trim is in gold cuff is mostly uh green with a little bit of gold trim uh it's a faux button-up collar which actually is kind of hot um it's two buttons and then it just kind of wraps around looks like a, oh. a a peaked collar so to speak uh thoughts uh, uh tony i love I'm not. I'm not 100% super crazy. I could have maybe done without the leather stitching effect, mm. the, but but it doesn't take away that much from it. I I, I really enjoy this kit a lot. Duncan, uh, pretty much agreed with what Tony said. Yeah, the the, the bit down the middle is a bit on the weird side. Um, aside from that, yeah, very nice. Prison. Too many sponsors, but you know, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, once again, they 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 almost always have the best kit. And it is amazing to me that they, within the confines of MLS kit creation rules and such and nonsense, um, that they manage to do this almost every year. And there's basically, other than the, yeah, the TikTok thing is jarring as fuck, but I like the weird leather lacing detail up the center. I think that sets it apart even more. Now, I love this kit. I would... I would pay money for this kit um, fairly happily. What if it was really made of green leather? Pretty soon you can. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I can. I'm sure, but I'm sure it's on sale. Gauntlet thrown. Duncan, Duncan dropping science. Is it a leather gauntlet mm. to go with the stitching? Perhaps. Mm. Ooh, yes. this, would be, this would be the choice of like uh, what, falconers. Ooh, <laughs> yes. yes. Four to five falconers agree. All right. Uh, yeah, very nice kit. Uh, I, I, it's definitely one of the better ones that have come out, uh, without question. Um, Portland has the benefit of being able to tap into a, a, a very good palette of colors. 
Uh, for the opposite of that, C. I don't know, Nashville. That's a good start. That's a terrible <laughs> palette. Um, anyway, yeah. So I, I feel I feel Portland's got a winner here. Uh, next up is uh, Columbus away. My um, eyes. It is white huh. uh, with <laughs> gray. Actually, the front of it's more gray, and the back. Yeah, because the white. back is white. Yeah. Uh, and there's this weird Toblerone-looking thing that just kind of juts <laughs> out, heading heading to the <laughs> to the right side. I don't. I don't even pylons. The very it like kinda, polygonal it pylons. Like a, it sort of looks like an old. Uh, screensaver from like the mid 90s screensaver oh so good does. descriptor yeah. uh, it's got uh, so it's got black black it looks like those shoulder. metal shelves hold those metal shelf oh, holders yeah. that you hook into the wall definitely so it kind of looks like a uh, a department store that's gone bankrupt and that's all that's left on the walls it's totally what Ooh, it is 30 uh 30 egg carton thing <laughs> yes empty, <laughs> empty of course yeah mm. So, uh, uh, so uh, black black V neck with a slight yellow trim. Cuffs are black with a slight yellow trim. Um, uh, okay, before I before I get your thoughts, or actually, you know, quick quickly, uh, yay or nay, what you know, however you feel, because the next picture that is related to this will change your score. I guarantee you. Uh, <laughs> um, take away the stupid pattern on the front, and you know, it's not bad. They just the basic. Uh, you know, V-neck and the stripes and the the bit around the uh, arm at the end of the arms. There, you know, those are good styles and colors for that. Uh, but it's a stupid fucking pattern, though. So fuck off. Yeah, uh, Tony. Um, if there's a break in play, the camera can zoom in on one of the shirts, and the scoreboard will just look like it's like you know waiting for things to start. So there you go, Chris. It, it's uh, oh. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I I guess like nice to try something different to represent your new stadium or whatever but eh. am i missing something mark um, yes the, the uh the stacked stars is that new the stacked stars where are you seeing this above the badge oh yes oh shit i didn't even catch those yes there oh are god right stars. yeah that was i've seen the complaint about that why can't we see right the stars the on our kit because they've won yeah, but since when do, but since when do clubs stack them and since when are they not visible Except for by magnifying glass. Okay, I appreciate I appreciate you guys and your attention to detail, but this is far more important. These are the shorts and the socks that go with it. So if you haven't seen what the full uniform is, the shirt's okay. It's not great. It's that's a it's it's an MLS white shirt. You know, set your watch to it. But you wear they're supposed to wear this with yellow goddamn shorts and yellow socks. Checkers on the socks. They look like. They, it, this legit looks like it's a third emergency kit. Oh shit! Yep. We brought the wrong ones. Quick, pull this on. Quick, quick change. Yeah. yeah. The the top so something like, it just... looks like the mistake. It looks like the oops, and the bottom part's like, oh, all right. This is this will. I guess this will do. You know. This Too is much a weird of... hot take, but but the first thought I had was a dude in a raincoat wearing nothing but shorts underneath. There's just some kind of Fair. like I'm just only wearing shorts feeling to it. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're they're perverts, is what I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> not the first <laughs> time. I'm sure they've been accused of that. Mm. I mean, pre-court. I mean, that guy was. Ugh, oh, was mm. uh, Yeah. So, uh, just so you know, uh, uh, though the shirt okay, the complete ensemble. Ish. Wow. Mm. Uh, Jarring. We should have put one of those fuck. girders on the front of the shorts. Hey, 
Hey, hey. Or at least you know what? I'll, I'll I'll let you I'll let you have the yellow shorts, but give them white goddamn socks. Like it just mm-hmm. it's yeah, just yeah, it looks like balance it, here, please. Yeah, it looks like two also, two pieces of uniform, like two different uniforms mashed together. And the socks are also a New York taxi cab style, so that's true. Well, well, they go the they go with the, their 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 very nice yellow kit. You know, like sure. at least design different socks to go with this fucking shirt, which they Jesus. don't have. perverts. All right, moving on. SC Cincinnati home kit. Um, it is Mercy. navy with a uh, alternating yellow and royal blue pinstripe. Uh, the color oh. is this weird. That's orange. Charlie. That's or, orange. What I say? Yellow. 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 My bad. It is orange. It's not yellow. Mm. Okay. Okay. Good. Orange. Orange and uh, royal blue pinstripe alternating. Uh, the cuffs are navy with a bit of orange. The collar is a. It's like an. It's like a early '90s style V-neck, but it just stops short of actually finishing the bloody V, and they just gave up on fabric. And now there's this weird little bridge. Uh, there's the shoulder stripes are orange across the top. Uh, the uh, Adidas is in white, as is the sponsor. Um, I I kind of dig this. Uh, I I feel like Cincinnati's had some pretty good uh, uh, kits. Um, I'm surprised that they keep leaning into navy when they've got royal blue and orange, but it's okay because it all kind of works. Um, I, I all of their home kits so far personally have been they've ranged from okay to ooh. So this is this is uh, this is I, I really dig this, uh, Duncan. Trump? Huh? I know. I, I, feel like I get that sort of. Uh... Just the, the lines that are on there, weird. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, I don't like it. Fair. Tony? Here's my feeling. So, not quite similar to the perverts from upstate, but hey, Doug, you want to go golfing later? Oh, I'm in my business suit. Ah, that's okay. Just take your tie off. Here's the kit. <laughs> Mind you, the back. The back were... looks like somebody's blazer with the arms cut off. It, you're right. Mm. That being said, if there was a blazer jacket that had these pinstripes, and I'd of course, like I was that. into it, yeah. If I was yeah. into if I was and into having blazer jackets, I would totally be looking to buy that shit. And I would buy a used Nissan off you. Good, See, I'm, I'm kind I've of with Mark. Financing. I I kind of like this. I do wish, but I always wish, and MLS sucks for this. Um, that the stripes continued on the back, because that would make mm-hmm. all the difference. All the difference. Yeah, this um, be a five out of five kit. I I'm not really mad at this. I think I would like the Adidas and maybe the sponsor in a different color. Orange. Either in the orange or the royal blue. I think it would just meld better. I realize it means the sponsor doesn't neither of the sponsors stand out, but um no, when I saw when I first saw this, I was like, All right, Cincinnati, you know, you guys can have this. I'll, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, no, it's a. I think it's a perfectly good kit. Cincinnati has done very well for themselves as a new club, Oops. unlike Nashville. I'm not even reviewing it. It's that bad, or is it that hey, bad? It's that's, just that's shit. True. Okay. Uh, next up is the uh, laughable uh, New England Revolution away kit. It is what it is named. It's in honor what? of the fort. The if fuck is that? To, point to the part of this that represents anything that has to do with supporters. And I'm sure there's somebody in New England who goes, yeah, that's us. I don't see it. 
Um, okay, so this... it is it is a it is a primarily white slash very light gray kit. Oh, it's so. Where bad. it's got this weird off-centered, thick singular stripe that divides it from a white to a light gray, and it, there's another horizontal stripe. It looks like a calendar where parts of it are grayed out. Yeah, uh, but very lightly grayed out. Um, it's, that was my exact first feeling. Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, uh, let's see, the shoulder stripes uh, have got navy blue on on the uh, left side. This weird but striking light blue on the right on the uh, on the left side. Um, is that right? Right. Sorry, light blues on the right, navies on the left. Uh, the cuffs uh, are mostly white with that. A, color that's associated with the shoulders also on the cuff um it's a very very bland looking shirt i don't know how this is interesting or on the back i mean it's got the flag of new england the one that uh, i was wondering what that was yeah okay. it's, it's a red mostly red flag with a white square and inside that white square is a pine tree of some ilk i mm. I, I don't care enough about trees to know which one it is um, they've just got black and white for their logo right okay yeah maybe. yeah or, or navy i can't i think it's supposed to be navy but it could be black uh, whatever either yeah. way it's it's kind still of the world's stuff. shittest logo yeah it's still pretty pretty weak sauce um uh duncan any more to throw in i'm i'm very confused as just just the the design the just the purpose of that weird little rectangle and i mm, why, why is a little bit of it? I, I, I don't know. Confused. Yeah. Uh, Tony. Remember my last conversation about Cincinnati when, you know, a Doug's coworker asked him to go uh, golfing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, this is a continuing conversation. Doug's like, I would, but I've got these four applications open in Microsoft word and I don't know how to close all four of them. They're stacked on my screen. That's the front of the shirt. <laughs> Kristen. It's so bad. It's so very, very, very bad. I don't. Why? Just why? I, you know, why? It's it's one of the worst things I've ever seen. Um, you know what? Also, too, it makes me feel like it was sad. left like folded wrong, and part of it got dirty. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like I don't mind. I don't mind asymmetry sometimes in in these designs, but like it should look very understand. deliberate rather than an oops, and that kind of yeah. does look like an oops. A chunk of it got exposed to the sun for yep. just a little yeah. too long. Yeah, that exactly. part of the fabric was too close to the window. Someone inexpertly <laughs> bleached part of it, you know? Like, it's... Oh. Um, the, if, if, if I could say probably... Um, the one nice thing I will say, I weirdly like the shade of light blue that they used. Um, it's, it seems like a bit of a throwaway until you see that that's the same color as the socks. So it's like white shorts with the navy trim mm-hmm. like the stripes but then the socks are fucking that light blue oh no the shorts are split too on one side of the shorts it's the light blue uh, yeah on and the that, other yeah, side the it's striping the shows blue. yeah same uh. side as the on the I, top of the i think i think the gesture being made by the player on the left says most of it what the fuck <laughs> yeah and the, and the there other it is drink it in yeah and the, and the other guy's like i got baby i don't get it mm-hmm. yeah I got advanced a week's wages just to come in. So what's what do the two colors represent? One side pretend we're from Boston, but the other side that we actually play nowhere near Boston. Uh, I haven't seen any infographics so far this year, mm. thankfully. 
I would hate to have this. Uh, I would I would hate to see uh, the work that a graphic designer had to come <laughs> up with to to forward the bullshit that was put on to him in a word document. Say, make this an infographic with these words. <laughs> This is Boston blue, and the other side is interstate asphalt, which you yeah. need to get from Boston to the stadium. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, it's um, it's not quite as it's not quite as jarringly head scratching bad as the combination of Columbus, but it's still pretty spectacularly shit, and there's not a lot interesting in it. So, would you like to know about the colors? Yeah, okay. Go for it. I this think, is the longest yeah. kitten stadium podcast we've done. So the colors of the split branding represent the colors of the water in the sky that surround the war air, the war era fort throughout New England. That's that's their explanation Which for war it. era fort. That's a, what? That's a lot of yoga stretching right there to get that's, to that. I'm just I'm reading from the 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 release on MLS soccer. That's that's all. Sorry. I have no more. Yeah. Yeah. My eyes are sorry too. Uh, The last one I've chosen for our, our uh, five pick is the new Vancouver Whitecaps kit. Um, The it's uh, got the, the blue wide band across the front is back. Um, But this time, instead of there being a a white stripe and then another Navy stripe before it goes to the rest of the white kit, they've eliminated that those two little stripes and went with a sky blue that shows up in the badge. Uh, a stripe above and below the wide blue band. The other difference is that that band does not wrap around the back like last year's kit did. So um, mm. I was I was still kind of surprised that they did it the first uh, the last one. So uh, that same kind of striping pattern of thin blue, thick or sorry, thin sky blue, thick navy, thin sky blue uh, appears on the cuffs as well, which is kind of sweet. Uh, the collar is a ringer collar where it's mostly the navy with a little bit of sky blue at the top of it. The top shoulder stripes are navy as well. Um, and on the back, uh, it's got the village of Vancouver, which sure. I guess that's a thing. I'm not a Vancouver person to really know that or appreciate that. So sure. I mean, yeah. Uh, Duncan, aside um, from the obvious thing. Well, yeah, there is an obvious, uh, you know, fuck the sponsor as always. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, it's it's all right. I I do like the the hoop, uh, but yeah, go all the way around. Um, yeah, not bad. It's the, the the second best one of the ones we've seen so far today. Mm-hmm. Tony, I do like it. I wish the hoop went all the way around. Um, but just, I have to be solidarity with my steam colleague and our guest last week as well. And I'm sorry that sponsor just pushes it below the bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it can kind of go and fuck itself. Kristen. Yeah. Um, I, I still say it's not a hoop. I say it's a band. Um, like a gastric my, band. I don't, I don't care. It's that to me, that is not a hoop and it drives, oh, and I protest band. them calling it a hoop kit. <laughs> Otherwise I, I like the colors and I like that the light blue is picked up in the badge and that they've represented it uh, in the collar and the cuffs. It's, it's. I'm, I'm sorry, can, can we hold on with something that, though? Mm-hmm. And, yes. and, and reserve this for all future Kitten Stadium po- podcasts, that a hoop that only covers the front is officially an Almond Brothers band. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Mark. Yeah, I mean, you are a kit, you are a kit uh, specialist, so perhaps that is just the scientific term and I'm new to it, but. Um, yes. No, really, really. I was just going. I was just piling on your uh, uh, gastro band, whatever you said. Uh, so, 
<laughs> no, I, I think I, I, as far as I'm concerned, that is the official description of a half hoop. <laughs> Fair. So the oh, the uh, the one thing that that uh, I don't recall if I've ever seen this before. It's probably happened like on specialty one-off kits, but um, Vancouver Whitecaps appear to be the first team in MLS that I'm aware of, and possibly top flight footy air quotes. Um, oh, wrong one, wrong one. Their numbers are going to be red, and the name is going to be navy blue. Mm. Why are their numbers the light blue? I don't know. I mean, okay, light blue against the white and numbers would be kind of hard to see in daytime. Fine. I, 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 you make a good point. It would look awesome, but they would be impractical. Fine. Has red ever been in the, the white caps color palette? Um, they, yeah, it's, it's classic with their old 70s yeah. kits that they had uh, red numbers. Uh, I can't remember the name. And last, yeah. year's, last year's home kit, or the previous cycle's home kit, the name and number were in red. We're in red. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. I guess. So I kind of, I kind of I, I dig. I kind of, I'm kind of glad they didn't abandon the red. Uh, I, I, in whatever symbolic way, um, it's, it's just kind of a nice little accent. Uh, I like the font. Yeah. I, Damn I, it. I, and I really do like MLS's font. I should it's, find it's, every reason to it's hate It's very them, nice. Very clever. It. Everything about it's super clever. Yes. Um, Jerks. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So um, for 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 uh, Duncan Tony, does that red uh, make it better or worse? Or don't give a shit. I mean, I hate red, but I like it. Fair, fair. Yeah, um, they're about the same, really. Yeah. It, it has Although no. Those, the, the, uh, the, the font of those numbers makes it look like a delicious candy. I have to say, and zero zero. Mm. It looks it look like, like a. a I don't want to, I want to say like some kind of like Hot Wheels, some like little little car oh, thing yeah. where it's a loop the loop kind of thing, just because oh, it's the two zeros. That's true. It looks like the little MLS logo is about to do a a loop the loop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna go through a they're gonna go through a uh, a flaming paper hoop of fire that's not really <laughs> a fire because it yeah. yes. comes with the playset. So. Mm. All right. Um, uh, thank you all again for uh, uh, joining uh, this uh, this episode of the Kitten City Podcast. This has been the Kit and Stadium Podcast. All right. Well, something we didn't get to talk about last week um, that we have to we have to mention and laugh about uh, is the sudden change in Montreal. No, we're not talking about their name or their logo. We're talking. We're talking about their lack of head coach. Um, it's pronounced Changé. Changé. Changé Lagarde. Um, so... If it's not the impact, I'm going home. <laughs> Ooh la la. Uh, he, was, he was so attached to that branding. Oh yeah. my God. So I, and, and it, was, it was so interesting that all that, so there was all the rumors that, and talk that uh, Bournemouth was interviewing uh, him or like, you know, he was going to be their next coach. And then, and that suddenly very quickly said. died down and they put someone else in charge as a caretaker manager or whatever, elevated somebody. But then two days later, Henry was gone. And <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter that I haven't got a job. I just don't want to be. I'm uh, just, I just don't want to do this. It um, would have looked better if I could have been moving to something else, but I'm not. Yeah. But still, no. Yeah, but you know what? It's fantastic. Like, 
who's who's going to be surprised if he if he suddenly is the Bournemouth coach come summer? No way. Uh, I, don't I, think, I don't. I don't know if there was ever anything to it. To be honest, I think that might have been a lot of agent uh, stuff. Agents just trying to have a smoke cloud to agent be agent. It never made a hell of a lot of sense for Bournemouth anyway. He has like there's no connection with the club. He's not doesn't come with pedigree for fuck's sake. No the one, you know, he's not a good manager. Like, he doesn't you know, come it, with pedigree? Did it, how did he come with pedigree for Montreal? Everyone knows he didn't. The, the media and people were like, Oh my god, Thierry Henry, this is amazing. Wow. Yeah, how the players Arsenal are going fans. to love to sign for Thierry Henry? Why, why does that not apply for Bournemouth? You tell me, Duncan. He's got you there, Tony. <laughs> because yeah. it was all bullshit the first time around. <laughs> there you go. Is that why? Hmm. You just so, don't understand Montreal culture. Now, true, I, or true, I, I, or I, Dorset I, culture. <laughs> <laughs> is Bournemouth in Dorset? <laughs> I think so, isn't it? I don't know. So sick, so does I know. Yeah. He put someone's, out a very there. heartfelt statement about how difficult this was, but how difficult mm-hmm. it had been on him and his family last season. And to discover that this season, Canadian teams were once again, well, you know, there's obviously COVID restrictions, but that they would be starting their season at least or playing several months of their season solely in the U.S. And that it was, uh, he wasn't able to see his kids. Yeah, and I that's perfectly valid and I, compl- I good for him to come out that. and say that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, it's like this, you know, it's supposed to be, no, this is sports. You're just man up, you go and do the job and what have you. And family, you're not supposed to care about that sort of thing. Exactly. This is more important than, yeah, you just fucking do it. And he's saying, no, fuck that. Good for him. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be rough to drag your family to an entire different country and then oh yeah, I can't live with you at all. Yeah, like I won't be months. here, by the way. So, no, you know. Fuck that noise. We'll, we'll, so, we'll, we'll uh, zoom. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. It'll be good. So, yeah, good for him to uh, to yeah. say, nope, don't do that. And you've got to think, is, is that you potentially, who else? What other Canadian coaches have decided to quit recently? Greg Fanny. I mean, was that kind of a thing for him as well? You know? moved his family mm-hmm. to an entire other country, all of a sudden, yeah, I don't get to live with you. And yeah, I'm not going to live with you next year either. You know, fuck, I quit. It's tough, yeah. Now the interesting, it's just, it, 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 if on, on like the human sense, I totally get what it, why he did it. And, and that is more than a valid reason, right? Like that's, that's a fantastic reason, you know, mm-hmm. like you're putting your family first. You actually want to be around your children, which is lovely. That's really nice. But as a, as a, as a Toronto FC fan who doesn't like Montreal, it's hilarious. Um, Absolutely. It is. That a month out from the start of the season, they don't have a coach. It's, 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 it's funny. It is yeah. now. You know what else is funny? What the top five questions when you type Bournemouth into Google? Oh dear lords! <laughs> Go on. Is 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 Bournemouth worth visiting? Is Bournemouth <laughs> nope. is is Bournemouth rough? Yeah, yeah. probably. What not. is Bournemouth known for? Cheers? Is it is it expensive to live in Bournemouth? I and guess. finally, and finally, which is better, pool or Bournemouth? <laughs> there you go. 
Oh, that's great. Um, and then, so sort of to add on to this, um, the current team's assistant coach, uh, Wilfred Nancy, has basically, name, has basically said, I'll take the job. You know, I've been ready for ages. Put me in coach. Oh, wait, I want to be the coach. I'll put myself in. Um, you know, he's been the assistant coach since 2016 after working uh, with Montreal's Academy for the previous five years. So he's, he's worked under a, a, a vast array of impact coaches. Um, and he says that that experience has given him a very clear vision for, uh, for the club. And I was, I'm, I'm thinking, do it. And Joey Saputo said, and you are. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Have we met? Have we spoken? Who gave you leave to speak? Um, but uh, we yeah, have I'm here for Italian that. coach in the, at least one coach. So it's an Italian guy's chance now. So sorry. Uh, are you Italian? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. No. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I thought, I thought, I thought it was, I, to me, it was kind of uh, refreshing to see someone just be like, yes. I, I, I would like, uh, I would like that. I think, I think I would be good at this. Um, I don't know what his background is though. Um, other than Montreal, Montreal, Montreal. Um, Quebec. That doesn't sound like France at all. No, no, but he's, mm. he's, he's also, or Italy. He's, he's Canadian. Oh, oh no chance. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess if Jason Bent can't get the TFC job, then Wilfred Nancy probably can't get the Impact job. Um, but no, I'm 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 all for I'm all for him being the the new head coach. I think that would be great. Um, uh, you write you write Joey a terse. I'm gonna don't you worry. I'm gonna send him a strongly worded email in my incredibly terrible French and see what happens. So, um, and then. Is your, is your Italian better than your French? That, that, that oh, good Lord, no, 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 no. I wonder if I could send it in Spanish. Ooh. That, might... mm. that would be impressive, I think, yeah. No, nobody will understand it, but that's okay. Um, what about Acadian? Oh my God, I haven't been able to speak any Acadian since high school, so no. Um, I had Acadian friends. They, they like to teach us things. Who didn't? Exactly. All right. Um, so wait and see uh, what exciting things happen from, uh, from the snowflakes next. One more thing, speaking of MLS clubs, because mm-hmm. we know MLS likes to expand at a ridiculous rate because, you know, money. And uh, they try to be philanthropic, philanthropic about it. Oh, look at us elevating clubs that have great fan bases and uh, all these, all this history and, and all these passionate people. Dollars. This is amazing. Well, uh, one of them is off the table, and uh, that would be Sacramento Republic. Oh, nuts! Says Precky. <laughs> well. Um, so there was, you know, they were apparently they were set to join 
was it were they were they next year or were they the year after i can't remember uh, if they who were, knows? No, they no they were set they were supposed to join next year they were, I think? they were no it no. says this says they were 22 um, right, sure. Right, yeah. There's like they, five a year. How are you supposed to keep up with this thing? <laughs> anyway, um, oh, and then yes, because the pandemic, it was pu- pushed back a year. You're right, Duncan. I'm sorry. Um, uh, I I acknowledge your correctness and apologize. Come yeah, on, yeah. Now. I wasn't. That was not. Ha-ha! Oh, it was okay. A, it was a triumph for myself. It, wasn't it was triumph in in my no- in your knowledge. Look at mm. you knowing things. Yes, Duncan disorderly. Duncan cares. Um, <laughs> a couple a few days ago, well, last week, uh, Sacramento's main investor, lead investor, the man with all the money, pulled out. And he said, informed the league that based on issues with the project related to COVID, blah, 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 decided not to move forward with the acquisition of an expansion team in Sacramento. Um, and that if that wasn't enough of a blow to just literally have the money cut out from under you and have this guy being like, yeah, no, I'm done. See ya. Um, to know that they've been like working on this project for several years, like Sacramento has been trying to get an MLS expansion bid for, for some time. And, and as a, as a club have, you know, made a decent name for themselves have had some success in that sort of thing. But one of the things that came out, later um was that he had never paid they had never paid mls any money <gasps> not a single Dang dollar had exchanged <laughs> hands not, that is awesome. not that is awesome. one so i'm okay with this <laughs> oh no no it's it's but it's it's hilarious like i feel bad for sacramento i feel bad for like the club and the fans and that sort of thing because mm. you know that's one of the that's one of the clubs that people talk about like every expansion cycle is well sacramento's getting in right um but to find out yeah that this was all like a handshake nothing on paper all verbal like nothing had happened at all there was nothing literally tying this at all so uh the mayor is you know making brave words and and saying you know they're evaluating next steps and we really want to make this happen and Garber has basically patted him on the head and, you know, thank you for your continued effort to bring MLS to Sacramento. Obviously Sacramento has been removed from the MLS website. Um, Never and, to be seen uh, again. But, but, but this is, this is, this is, this is a delightful, not a statement from Garber. Mm. Interest in owning a club in major league soccer has never been higher. And I remain incredibly optimistic about finalizing expa- expansion plans for our 30th team. Yeah. Followed by uh, 31 through 40. He's fine. Yes, yes. I and mean, you can't help but say, I mean, if this was such a, a great investment and a thing that, yes, you really want to do, it's like, all right, well, you know, you can take the hit for a year and then come back when things are fine. And, you know, presumably this guy's super fucking rich and, you know, can afford to take the hit for a year. Yes. It, it does kind of suggest, yes, I mean, is is it just like using COVID as a uh, as a reason? It's like, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel like I actually wanted to do this. This doesn't actually make sense, does it? And uh, yeah, oh no, this, this is a reason I can pull out. And in 
you know, the whole thing's like a fucking a pyramid scheme, a house of cards. It's all kind of based on forward momentum. If you know, that momentum totally, all of a totally. sudden like stops and you know, things start to tumble a little, and it's just like, oh yeah, no, I, I don't want to be a part of that. Yeah. And uh, so yeah. Yeah, yeah it's also, inter- kind of- also interesting from the league's perspective too that you know you you said it chris like every expansion is like oh well sacramento look at the numbers they're bringing in surely you have to give them a club but there was talk that like eh, mls not so upset sacramento not exactly the sexy market you know tv that market etc that, yeah. that they're hoping for so this kind of gives them an out as well hello San exactly Diego. oh it works for everybody except for the club and the fans um, yeah well yeah in in the wake of uh, whatever that guy's name was, I remember the, I remember his name. Um, whoever pulled out of financing them, billionaire um, Bob. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Not the, him again. The president Ron and. Burkle. Ron Burkle, thank you. I knew it was a, I knew it was That's a, not a real does name. It, doesn't doesn't he have <laughs> a rare that was coin that he can sell? <laughs> Well, he, he, he owns another sporting club, does he not? The, the, he probably owns the Pirates, he like, or he probably owns like five or six valuable dimes that he could Something sell. Something like that. <laughs> but doesn't he have his, another? Uh, doesn't he own another sporting franchise? Uh, yeah, the the, is it the Kings? Oh, it's the Penguins. Penguins. I knew it was Pittsburgh. Something. Uh, I, I was right. hoping it was a Sacramento Surge. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Anyway, um, the the president. Uh, of the Sacramento Republic, uh, he stepped down a couple days ago. Um, and I, I doesn't say, just says that he's decided to, to, to step down. This goes New deep. president elevated from within the ranks, current Sacramento Republic uh, FC general manager, former Toronto FC player, Todd Donovan. Oh, yeah. Ooh. TFC original. I forgot that that's where he had, that's where he had landed. He's going to be club president and uh, and GM. So nice. congratulations, Todd Donovan. Good for you. Mm. Now wait, is he president of the club that will just continue to exist in whatever level they're playing at now, or is he the president of a zombie MLS club that will never exist? Uh, no, uh, I believe president of the current whatever iteration they are still putting on a brave face in hopes of trying to move forward uh yes they they, they still want to join the mls the president of the mls club would have been funny showing up at the super draft <laughs> not really being a team hey, hey we don't know with the 31st pick <laughs> sacramento <laughs> chooses <laughs> <laughs> We're totally invited. I was on the show yes the show is still going on tfc talk we've got a little bit of tfc talk to talk about um wow that was an awkward sentence i'm so sorry 
Um, we'll get it in edit. We'll get it in editing. <laughs> yeah, we probably yeah. won't. Yeah. Um, yeah, right on it. And I'll edit all this out too. No. If you're a TFC fan um, and you're a season seed holder and you get maybe you get strange mail or a strange letter or a card saying hi fellow fan from someone you've never met before that's okay it's just because TFC sent your address to complete strangers a couple weeks ago when they're trying to confirm addresses and account information to send us scarves yay Um, yeah so TFC fucked up it was an unhappy couple days on TFC social media. Um, yeah, Duncan. The answer is I'm Anthony. Ooh, Bill. Congratulations! Thank you. It's a yeah. fine name. I was, I was, I was Antonio. Oh, congratulations! Bill. You're a fine name. <laughs> um. I wish anyway. I'd still have my season tickets now. Oh, I know. <laughs> this strategy makes me regret that I gave them up. I didn't know. So, yeah, there was a, you a system you error. Been, you could have been Anthony. Yes. That's right. Too Where many people's, yeah, everyone got emails addressed to the wrong person. But the, the thing that made most people angry or upset, and still to a degree, personally, I am a bit, um, is that I didn't care that my name was there. Uh, or that my account number was there because unless you know how to get into my Ticketmaster account or whatever, have at. But it's that people's full address were included in the email. And that was also stupid. Like, just do what you normally do, which is go to your account and check your personal information and make sure that's right so we can send you shit. Instead of, hey, is all of this information correct? Let's just lay it all out here in an email where anybody could access it. Oh, wait, let's go one better and send it to the wrong person. So, yay. That was fun. Fantastic. I, and then I it took it. them hours to respond. Hours. But it was a hearty response. Oh, yeah, Ooh. yeah. It wasn't at all. Sorry. Sorry. Whoops. Here's a new email. We We're cool, everything's, right? Everything's fine now, right? We're still buzzed. It's only your address. Like, seriously, just one <laughs> person. Okay. Yeah. like anyone got into your account or anything. Not um, like anyone on TFC like, could be a murderer. We're still cool, right? Huh? Yeah. Uh, really? Come uh, on, it's your old buddy Eric. We're, we're all cool, right? Huh? 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 <laughs> and the, yeah, it was a lot of it was the fact that it literally took them hours to put out something. It's 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 not possible that they didn't know because within 15 minutes of that email, it was all over Twitter. People were clogging up the, the ticket lines. Um, I never got the call back that I was promised. I tried to email my ticket rep, who apparently no longer works for MLSE. There's a shock. And, you know, like it just, and, and for, yeah, for the message that they finally put out, it was like, it was like, really, that took you over four hours to put anything out? Something within the first hour saying, oh, shit, something's gone wrong. We're looking into it would have gone a long way and they There's couldn't be bothered to do that. that needed to be dipped yep mm-hmm. yeah anyway mm. fun times uh it was it felt like it felt <laughs> like it felt like the the battle days for 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 a day there it was good um but you're saying this is the sort of thing uh sort of friend of the show paul Byrne would have been behind wow <laughs> 
is not what I was saying, Duncan. Stop it. Stop trying to stop trying to like he was in charge of the commercial shit back in the bad old days. The battle days oh, lasted a really it wasn't long time. Mo Johnston, Mo Johnston wasn't <laughs> in charge of season ticket sales. I'm pretty sure Kristen was saying, you know who fucked up? Friend of the show, Bill Manning. That's who. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. I'm sure, uh, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure Bill pressed the wrong button or something. I was totally, yeah, that's totally what I was saying. Somehow David Monsalve is getting the blame for this in a minute. <laughs> in Guatemala, yeah. Uh, um... So as Mark so alluded to earlier, this is why Christian Jack was laid off. It was mm. his fault. His, no, maybe his layoff notice was sent to the wrong address. Oh, yeah. good point. They were trying to lay off Jim Sherman instead. So <laughs> they, uh, um, Somebody else named Tony, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> as Mark alluded to Tony earlier, or someone alluded no, to Tony earlier. Pepperoni. No. Um, oh, he's got a wife and slice to take care of. <laughs> wife and slice. Um, Toronto FC have not officially released their kit yet. However, if you follow Toronto FC social media or you follow Josie Altador, um, you've seen the kit. They haven't officially released it yet, but everything we've heard from a variety of people is the kit. And you know what? What if it was a triple bluff? It's, I like it. It's, it looks, I, 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 I'm, I want to see it like formally presented and stuff, but from what I've seen, I'll take that for sure. That's something, it, it's actually different. Um, if today's episode of Kitten Stadium Podcast proved anything, mm. wait until you see them standing up in it. Good point. Any, oh my God, what color are the shorts? Can happen. Yeah. <laughs> what do they do with the socks? Yeah, nobody, nobody saw those green socks coming. Nobody saw <laughs> them. Nobody. <laughs> and, and the socks were blue. No. Military camo socks. <laughs> Shut it. <laughs> Shut it. Shut it. Um, all right. Player news. Um, Laurent, Laurent Simon. Uh, often not the most enjoyed defender at Toronto, although had a very good stretch last season. And when he was on his game, was on his game. King of the slide tackles uh, has retired and before he knew that he was hightailing it back to England, uh, <laughs> decided to join Montreal as an assistant coach because he wanted to work with Thierry Henry. Um, <laughs> no, it also because Montreal was the, you know, sort of the club he came from um, and, you know, has a lot of connections in that community. Um, I, I expect, I hope that he stays. It'll be interesting to see how his career progresses as a coach, but, uh, good, good friends with Wilford Nancy. Yes. One can hope he's probably known him for a long time. Yeah. There you go. Help elevate that. Um, player signings. No, not new players. Let's re-sign some players. Just tomorrow's oh, they back. Must, they must Yay! be. Uh, right. Oi. Oi. None of that. Oh, I said, cool. I said, cool. I'm talking to Duncan. Good. It's not excitement. You know, it's, um, it's yeah. He's back yeah. for a season. They've they've signed him to a one year contract, which well, is fair. Right and I wouldn't expect honestly anything more. Um, All right, let's move on. Surely they didn't sign anyone else. Uh, well, you know, TSC's really light on central defenders, and uh, somehow Eric Zavaleta got a two year contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't understand <sighs> either. I don't know. So uh, sorry, That's it's 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 signed singing. through this season. Yeah, the throat singing is brilliant. Um, yeah, with an option yeah, for twenty twenty two, but. <laughs> There's you know, so many questions about this option. Like, we're, we think we're going to keep him around. Why was that? A, why were you thinking about, we need to think about next season when he might be here. Why aren't we thinking about why is he here this season? Why we should we worry about getting rid of him next year? We could have got rid of him this year. Oh, Please tell me he's on a league minimum contract. I would be okay. Hey, he's oh, on a league I, I'm hoping contract. he got a pay cut because we all know he gets paid a lot. Because two hundred thousand dollars. He wants played against New York Red Bulls. Okay. What's that? <laughs> I said he once played against New York Red Bulls. Okay. Like, like this year and or last there's a, year? There's a connect. There's a connection there. Oh, okay. We don't really have he, he once went out. to a gas station, got a Red Bull at two in the morning. <laughs> there you go. Um, Anyway, so, you know, he's being touted, you know, always oh, he's a veteran player of the club and shows up, works hard, and the young players look up to him, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, so mm. we shall see, but that was not the, obviously, obviously TFC has been, you know, non-existent on signings, but there you go. Um, and Ashton Morgan, Ashton Morgan wasn't good enough to hang around? Right, but this guy, uh huh, go on. Although Ash isn't a central defender, can you imagine? I know, thank you. I realize, but Uh, I, but I'm talking about just like, oh, I know, in general. Oh, I get it. I get it. Actually, I don't even know. Is is Ashton Morgan still with RSL? I don't know. Is that still a thing? Mm -hmm. I don't even know. Um, I feel like he popped up on my Twitter recently complaining about the Eglinton LRT. Yes, he did. I I saw that. I was like, yeah, Ash, go. He's mostly a transit critic now. You speak your mind. Um, Doesn't say that he's been let go by them. So I don't know. He's currently still listed as a RSL player of some sort. So we'll see. Um, And then, uh, yes, in former TFC player news, Jordan Hamilton. Yes, that Jordan Hamilton. Um, two MLS time champion Jordan Hamilton. Two time MLS Cup champion Jordan Hamilton. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Indy 11. Yeah, okay. He gets to play. Where he gets to play. Exactly. Because he played, what, twice with Columbus last season? Both of those were sub appearances, I think. The road um, to CPL continues. You know what? Indy Eleven, Indy Indy Eleven's been doing. Indy Eleven is definitely on a little bit of a. Oh, I'll take you, and I'll take you. Oh, no one wants you. Come on over this way, and sort of taking like some mid-range but experienced, kind of solid players to add to their squad right now. Um, I'm Jordan Hamilton. And Jordan, yes, and Jordan Hamilton. Stop it. Um, uh. And. Uh, and Jordan Hamilton has done. obviously played in USL before <laughs> um, when TFC was loaning players to Wilmington. Um, anyway, so I think it's a good career move for him in hopes that, yes, he actually gets to play uh, because, you know, what's the point otherwise, really? So congratulations, Jordan. You know, good luck. Hopefully to see you back in MLS. Because um, he's still not that old. He's 24, right? Like, 
he, we've been, he's been with TFC for so long and been around for so long. We forget how young he is, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, he's still, you know, not a kid, a kid, but he's not, not an old man or anything yet. Right. So um, good luck, Jordan. And yes. uh, the next exciting news, it's exciting. TFC have a trial list. Oh. An actual trial list. It's like yeah. a signing, but not. But not. Named, and he's a center back, though, so you know they're going to sign him. <laughs> mm. Good. Um, named Joshua Yarrow. Boom, boom, boom. Yarrow. Everybody say Yarrow. 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 Um, mm-hmm. He is uh, comes from the Philadelphia Union drafted him, so he's come through their program. Although he did play for the Baltimore Bohemians, which the is, exactly, which is great. Um, he's uh, he's from Ghana, but he has a green card, so it doesn't count as an international player, which is always friendly for MLS rosters. Um, so yeah, so he is here on trial. Um, because yes, because TFC are training here and they are training uh, at BMO Field now. They've moved from the the BTG down to down to BMO Field proper mm-hmm. for all of mm, their training needs. Indeed, yes. Yeah, um, harsh. <laughs> so welcome, welcome. Good luck. I mean, why not? Um, it doesn't yeah, sound like he's going to be anything amazing, does it, going by his history? But, you know, no, but his competition is Exactly. At the very least, he's competition, yes. Yeah. He has a great Omar, song already, courtesy of us. There's a kid Ooh. here. It's true. He do something. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, or if, you know, still no, still no official word about uh, the impending DP of Bore, who's apparently turned down the offer at River Plate, so who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I have one last question to finish off the show that sort of played off of something we were talking about in our show last week uh, with very special guest Christian Jack, uh, proponent of socks mm. and uh, fan of Hummel Kits. True. Basically are the most important things you need to know about Christian Jack. Um, Accurate is uh, his, I think, probably startling to us, but he seemed very certain about this, uh, that Alex Bono had a future in footy broadcasting. You know, it's not something we do, so trust the guy who works in the, I don't know, whatever. Um, Are you saying we're we're not broadcasters? (laughs) What are we doing right now, Kristen? Oh, my LinkedIn is a big lie. I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) I told you to leave that off of there. Um, But it kind of is, Tony. I put it on on top. (laughs) That's your own downfall. It is your own downfall. (laughs) I mean, Um, it's it's the top of mind automatically because, you know, I'm currently unemployed. This is the only thing that's still current. So (laughs) it shows up at the top. It's in my other skills, podcasting. Yes, it is. It is. so then uh, I was, I was, you know, we were going to do go through like most of the squad or chunk of the squad. I don't really feel like we have enough time for that tonight. Um, so what's one other member of TFC's current squad that 
you you see a career a, a, a very clear career path for either in sports broadcasting or in something else that you just look at them and you're like this is obviously what they're going to do go Eric Zabaleta would be one of those uh, sort of family tree DNA tracking things. Eh? Mm. Family relations are very important to him. Okay. It's good to know who your relations are. I, I had Zavaleta as a lobbyist. Because yeah. <laughs> how else can he do so little and make so much money? Mm. Mm. Um, I, I, uh, since since Zavaleta was taken, um, uh, Sebastian Endo. Proctology seems like a natural progression. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, I, I just, there's something about him. Mm-hmm. Something about it. It seems like something that he wants. He definitely would get patients to like him better. So. <laughs> Michael Bradley's going to become a union because he shall not be moved. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. He um, is going to be moved. He's going to be playing up front, more or less. So, yeah, yeah he's moving up. He's Robert moving Union up, job. literally. Moving oh, up. yeah, we didn't even yeah. talk about that. Oh, my God, yes. Mm. Chris Armis's plans to have Michael Bradley play further up the pitch. Yay. He used his, he used his union seniority to get that sweet else? job higher up. You're terrified by this prospect? Other than yeah, it could work. I mean, you know, especially if you go with the whole Red Bulls thing, they're like super aggressive with the sort of pressing high up the pitch, which apparently seems to be a thing that people are talking about. So it kind of makes true. sense. Like how that probably, is. you know, he's, you uh, instead of him being like defending kind of right by sitting in front of the defence, having to be defending by, you know, defending for by possession. Pitch. By uh, you know, to break up the opposition's uh, you know, press and do all that sort of thing, and, you know, as long as he doesn't like still try to do both, it's fine. Oh, he'd yeah. never do such a thing. No, 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 he wouldn't just run everywhere. Okay, he could yeah. be tamed. Mm. See, my what I immediately went to, although I love everything, I, I went to Chris Mavinga because more than once, I, I guess Chris Mavinga has taken over one of the social media accounts for TFC or just shot stuff and. The people behind TFC social media are like, yeah, Chris, can we just borrow your phone for a minute? We're just going to steal this video. Okay, thanks. Um, that's clearly his path. Uh, outside of being, I, I think, a DJ duo combination with Danny DiCchio, um, mm-hmm. is yeah. to take over uh, TFC social media. Uh, I, I could see, uh, you know, for Chris Mavinga, like an ambulance, chase, uh, ambulance chasing like lawyer. He's like, oh, shit, something's gone wrong. Boom, you'll be there to fix it. Yep. So that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We will, we we can we can we can discuss this further next week. I don't think we'll have quite as many things to talk about next week. She says now. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call I'm gonna call time on this week's show. I think that's I think we're good. Um, thank you all for joining us. Uh, thank you for everyone who uh, retweeted and commented and sent us messages about. Uh, our Christian Jack episode. We're glad you enjoyed it. Let us know who else we should bring on the show. We'd love to hear your ideas. Um, All they can do is tell us no. You know what? So far, nobody has. So it's working out in our favor. Um, Next week, we will talk... Don't gather on the show. Yeah, reach out. That's... No. (laughs) No. No. Um, Next week, we will look at... uh, 
the uh, provisional squad, possibly narrow down squad for men's uh, Olympic qualifiers and see what's happening with the men's World Cup qualifiers. Oh, by the way, if you have not seen Atifa Hutchinson's goal for Bishigas today, mm, beautiful. The man still has it. As well, Jonathan David powering Lille uh, to a 2-0 win with both goals. Yeah, um, injury time. Bastards. Injury time was lovely. Uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll see what else exciting is happening in the world of MLS. Certainly some KMPL news will have dropped by then. And who knows, maybe more Division 2 rumors will have been put out there. Um, it's chill. <laughs> I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority Podcast panel this week out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello. To be found in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Meow. Uh, <laughs> on the tweets at Kitnerd Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Uh, thank you all uh, to our Patreon supporters for your continued support. We absolutely appreciate it. We have shirts. It's on a Zazzle store. You can find that link on our webpage, localminority.ca. And uh, again, as a reminder, March 12th, Bashaya Liga, week one, YouTube, no excuses. Because it's, it's on YouTube. You, if you've got, if you're listening to this, you have internet. There's no excuses. Literally no excuses. It's true. Sputnik um, Ultras. Hope you crash and burn. <laughs> See you in the Sputnips. <laughs> As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles. Until next week, Canada, get used to it.